0: in Poland, dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Asenwasada. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Salvona. In Senegal, Nangadez. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu you? alaikum, upon uh, nice you point uh,
2: because, uh, I thought about this topic uh,
3: mainly because uh, some of the uh, individuals that I was dealing with, as well as uh, clients of mine, have also battled uh, these type of issues. And today's topic is mainly is the rising mortality rate of pregnant women um related really to pregnant women and um it was amazing how this, this happened uh it was uh you know, when I say amazing, which means we went from 19, 2019 to 2020, and then everything just kept climbing higher and higher. So, again, you know, welcome to uh, Social Solutions. Uh, solutions, and my name is Dr. Debbie Green, and um, I will be right back, and we're going to be talking about this subject in detail, in detail, so if you're not aware of it, if you're like, wow, I didn't even know it was an epidemic, yes, it is, it is an epidemic, and it's one of those silent silent epidemics, you know, hidden. A lot of people don't know because if you've never been affected by it, you would never know that it's actually in
1: existence. So I'll be right back. And you are listening to the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. And Dr. Debbie Green will be right back with more as we take a look at The mortality rate of pregnant women and as always we appreciate you give us a call 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak and we will open your mic and get your thoughts so stay tuned for more with dr. Debbie Green and Soulful Solutions on the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show.
3: Tune in to Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn it into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life, and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515 605 9325 with comments and questions. Looks to hear from you real soon. Especially the seasons that we're in. There's a lot of things that's going on behind the scenes and uh, a lot of things that seems like it's unpreventable. And one of those things that I'm going to be talking about today is definitely going to be the mortality rate in a pregnant. Uh, related uh, you know far primarily as, as as related deaths uh, in two thousand nineteen actually uh, it was uh, most profound you know and I got most of the information I did a little study on it and uh, it was more just coming through the CDC because this is definitely statistics that we battle each and every day and one of those reports was astounding to me. Um, It was like in 2021, it was uh, 1,205 women died of maternal causes in the U.S. uh, compared uh, with 861 cases in 2020 and 754 in 2019. So what we are noticing is that it is on the rise. It is on the rise, and one of those leading causes is not it's too there's a lot of conditions that will cause you know a woman to die in birth or even after birth because what they're noticing is that it's not just during the birthing process that that they are perishing. and it's also after after that has happened. So it's like maybe a week, sometimes it's a month you know that that these things are occurring. So in the United States alone, the mortality rate amongst the non-Hispanic Black is actually higher uh, than any other uh, in the Black community. It's much higher than any other race. Um, And it's due to chronic stressors, things of this nature. But one of the leading causes I noticed also was mental illness. Mental illness uh, ranked very high in one of the factors that are causing the mortality rates in pregnant uh, women. Um, then the next thing is heart conditions, preeclampsia, uh, high blood pressure, diabetes, things of this nature. So as I continued to read on and research, and I found out that a lot of these the deaths were preventable, um, it was not, uh, I guess totally aware of the person that was, uh, you know, uh, carrying the child that their life was not at the healthiest state, if I could say it like that, as uh, far as, you know, being, you know, healthy, far as nutrition, exercising, um, going to the doctors, getting your regular checkups. Um, also, what I found out was that women were skipping their prenatal. Checkups as well, and that's was due to other co-occurring situations, such again as mental illness, um, and also the rates uh, with the um, the younger uh, the younger uh, women, such as between the ages of uh, 14 and 21. Um, it was a, a large uh, mortality rate as well as loss in uh live births versus births that were not uh were not alive so it was, it was so many factors and again uh, the stressors of uh, it all really got to uh you know be considered uh because if you're in an environment that is very stressful such as uh, domestic violence or if you're addicted to drugs or anything of those issues and you're still carrying a child, your mortality rate goes up. It, goes, it does uh, increase. And um, it's one of those things that we have to take seriously uh, because we, uh, again, a woman uh, has, can give birth at the same token. Is, is a very dangerous, you're, you're between life and death. You know, you're very close to those lines, and uh, you, you have to be proactive with your life. It's extremely important. So first thing I want to talk about is uh, mental illness when, it can, when, when we're dealing with, uh, you know, pregnant-related uh, deaths. Um, because of mental illness causes a lot of stressors and um, pressure on the human mind, um, if there's a diagnosis of bipolar, schizophrenia, or, or something depressing, uh, depressive uh, episodes or recurrent um, anxiety, generalized anxiety, uh, any of those things, even phobias, you know, not socializing, uh, you know, not being able to function properly. Um, those are some other areas as well um, that you may not. Uh, able to get the help that you need, Um, because if you have a phobia, for example, of going outside or dealing with people, uh, you may not go to the doctors like you're supposed to as far as getting your prenatal checks um, and those things. So um, it's just really, really uh, important to take into consideration. With uh, you know that being uh, a critical moment in your life to give birth to a child, um, we also noticing in the United States there are uh, you know more mortality, higher mortality rates, and uh, in in the other countries. And this and it was due to um, again mental illness, untreated um, medical conditions, um, for the lack of you know not having insurance or may not have the guidance that you need to do so. So it's it's been a, it's been a real hard, uh, you know, chore just to keep things going. And, and I say in the U.S. because it's a, we know we were dealing with the pandemic. We were dealing with so many things within the last three years. You know, uh, divorce is still on the rise as well as domestic violence. So can you imagine a woman being pregnant and going through all of those things? And it's a hard, it's a very hard thing to deal with. It's extremely difficult uh, for her to keep her emotions intact. So when her emotions are not intact, when her mental capacities are way beyond, you know, just uh, stir crazy, if I could say it, you know, um, then this is when life gets Difficult. It gets difficult because again, you're carrying a child. The child is experiencing everything that you're experiencing. They're feeling everything that you feel. So uh, they're eating everything that you eat. So it's a, uh, it's one of those things that, like again, we have to take in consideration of our health. Um, but those who are out there who are, you know, carrying a child. You know, just be mindful. Be mindful of, of how much uh, you are disturbed emotionally, especially. Um, you know, as far as your anger, your feeling guilty, uh, feeling victimized by certain situations, uh, uh, maybe being in a domestic dispute with a family member or with a, a, you know, anonymous a heterosexual relationship, all of those things form a emotional on with your child, and all those things can cause hypertension, it can cause, cause IBS, it can cause, you know, bad circulation in the body is because you are overly stressed. Even work-related, work-related on-the-job issues, work-related on-the-job issues as well is one of those things that can definitely cause a lot of stress. So we definitely want to look into that a little more closer. I want to be able to give you some strategies and some coping skills, but also provide you with statistics as well. I wanted to mention in 2021 the maternal mortality rate for non-Hispanic black uh, women was 69.9 deaths per 100,000. I don't know about y'all, but that is a lot. Sixty nine point nine deaths per one hundred thousand. Uh yeah, that's that's a lot. And these were um, in lot births, birth, like the baby survived but the mother didn't. Um, two point six times the rate for non Hispanic. So what we're noticing that the black and black race, the black women, that this is a higher rate, this is a higher rate. Now, the question is, why is it so higher in black women than it's not in any other race? So as I continue to investigate this, it says that it is, the increase has a lot to do with the rate uh, of maternal age. Um where women are having uh, babies later in life, uh, like, you know, age 40 and over. Age 40 and over, is, is, it, it breaks it down. It says 138.5 um, in, in the, the ages after, you know, 40 and over. Um, and it's 6.8 times higher than the rate of the women under 25. Differences in rates between age groups were statistically significant. The increases in rates between 2020 and 2021 for each of these age groups were significantly different. So what we're finding out is uh, women that are having children, 35 and older, are in a higher risk of death than, you know, the women that are younger. And, uh, again, this is data I've gotten from CDC. And, uh, you know, my goal is this, people. You know, the, the goal is this, to make sure that you are practicing healthy habits when it comes to, you know, you taking care of yourself. I mean, you know, okay, you know, women do get pregnant, and I understand that. But are you healthy, and did you check your health prior to getting pregnant? Because sometimes you're like, wait a minute, it just happened. You know what I'm saying? It was happening, and I didn't have any control over that, you know. And I understand, things do happen. But now, after the fact, what you have to do in this particular situation is just make sure you are healthy. You have to be healthy to give birth to that baby. So if you're not mentally healthy, that's the issue. That's the issue. If you're not mentally healthy. And I'm not saying people with mental illness cannot give birth to a child, let's get that out of the way. All I'm saying is that make sure you're getting what you need. If you need to see a doctor, if you need to see a therapist, make sure that you're doing that. You know, make sure you're getting your medication. Make sure you are eating correctly. You're getting enough sleep. All that plays a big factor in how you give birth to this baby. Because if you're not doing that, what's going to happen is something is going to go wrong if your body is not healthy prior to you, you know, giving birth. If your body is not healthy or if you're stressed out, you know, and trying to give birth to the baby. Now, what we also are noticing in domestic violence, uh, women, women that are pregnant, are, you know, really having a very difficult time. They're losing their children. They're lo- losing their children to their significant others, their husbands, or whatever. Um, they look at kind of relationships, they're losing their children, and they're losing their life, because they are so stressed out that they are unable to live a productive life. And the heart begins to be affected, which means now we got heart issues. We have high blood pressure issues, which is called preeclampsia, due to the stressors that this person is going through. And we call that a toxic environment. A toxic environment. So if you're one of those people that may be living in a toxic environment, I advise you to please, you know, seek help. Seek help because your baby is very important to you, and I know that. But the baby feels what you feel. It literally goes through what you go through. If it's emotional, you know, if you're going through a really emotional time and it's real difficult for you, that baby is still feeling that. It's called into uterals. By emotions, emotions are energy in motion, and the baby can feel that. It can feel when you're angry. It can feel when you're sad, when you're grief-stricken. It can feel that. Absolutely. I think that we may not really take it seriously when we take a baby inside that the baby doesn't feel what the mommy feels, but she uh, he does. Right, And sometimes babies will come out and they'll be screaming and sometimes they'll be so silent, you know. So it just depends, right? But again, you know, just be mindful. Be mindful of of those things. I also want to examine the deaths and the mortality rate in other countries as well because I think uh, mainly uh, that in America, you know, we, we're we seeing this rise. Again, like I said, they started noticing it since 2019. From 2019, it started to rise. So uh, I didn't get the statistics yet for 2023 because of it. they do it every every two years. Every two years they do a study. So the, the most I can get is right up to 2021. The 2022 and 2023 we we'll probably won't be uh, finished until early next year. And we hope those numbers come down. But, again, you know, it is, it is one of those things that we are not sure about. Uh, so, you know, again, we practice. We want to make sure that we're practicing good, healthy diets. Um, as well eating the right things when you're carrying a child. I know you like the hamburgers and that fried chicken. <laughs> I, I understand. Yes, ma'am. I know you love them, but just make sure you eat some fresh foods, you know, drink some water, you know, um, make sure you eat some vegetables. Because all these are in protein. These are building blocks for the baby, okay? It helps the baby to grow properly, and most of all, um, it helps the baby brain develop as well. That's very important, very important. So uh, I want to give you a little more information here. Um, again, uh, the World Health Organization um, was actually also doing a study with the CDC. And they were talking about the maternity, uh, the maternal rates of death as well. And again, it's the same uh, as before, they noticed a climb from 2018 all the way to 2021. As I said, I do not have all the statistics for 2022 or 2023 because they do it every two years, so they can get an accurate count. Um, Some of the causes, let's go into the causes. Some of the causes was plequia, which is uh, related to hypertension, uh, as well as excessive bleeding, that's also related, excessive bleeding. Um, when they call it inter utero, when the placenta moves away or tears away from the, from the uterus, that causes excessive bleeding. And uh, heart conditions, heart conditions, uh, which is from uh, you know, lack of circulation um, and there goes that mental illness as well. That's also in that, is, you know, mental illness. And not actually taking care of yourself like going to get your prenatal, get your prenatal uh, checkups. Some women uh, tend to skip those. They don't go into the latter months, like, um, you know, around six, seven, eight, you know, years like months, excuse me, months while carrying the baby. So if there is anything that develops in the trimester, which is around the third month, it doesn't get discovered until later on, which then kind of makes it hard for the doctors to treat uh, because they have to do other things, um, and they rather catch it early than catch it late. So I think that's... That's really important that we make sure that we are, you know, doing our part. Women have to do their part. So I want to uh, again give a little more statistics: number of live births uh, in uh, women, Hispanic uh, race as well as Black race, live births. That's three million seven hundred ninety-one thousand seven hundred twelve. So it's it's the live birth, and then the under the under that is the uh, the deaths that are not uh, a live birth. And those are it's like out of that number that three million, out of that, that number, your maternal deaths are 658. And your maternal mortality rate is 17.4. 17.4. Again, this is much higher than it should be. Uh, Over the last 20 years, uh, you know, they were totally different. Um, I believe that the technology, food intake, as well as the pressures of life as things just continue to evolve totally affected um, our our ability to thrive as women um, and that has a lot to do with how we carry our children. Um, We do know in other countries um, like Africa, Asia, uh, the mortality rate is also affected you know because of different countries only like I think China you can only have so many children. So, you're you know, if you are having any uh, health conditions or whatever, you know, it's very closely looked at. Um, in Africa, you know, the mortality rate is higher there because they're more so they don't have the proper care that they need um, to, you know, give the birth, you know, have live birth. So their uh, mortality rate is also high as well. But again, in the U.S. is what is really significantly um, inclined at this point. So from that being said, uh, again, when they do this next study, this next study for 22 and 23, I'm pretty sure if it's going to incline. It's not, I don't think like it's going to decline because it looks like it's going higher. Um, there would have to be some preventive care in the communities uh, as well as uh, with uh, insurance providers where they are. Then looking at you know offering women that are pregnant more care of maybe more uh, information, more education, uh, so that they will be able to have a healthy life as well as for their children and themselves. Um, It's very easy to um, not have a healthy life. And you're like, wait a minute, Dr. Deb, what do you mean it's easy? Well, think about it. You know, we eat out a lot, okay? And we don't often, some people don't often go to doctors until something's wrong, until they're sick. Um, our generations, like genetics, are not very healthy right now because everything is in transition. So like your mother or your grandparents, if they experienced uh, any uh, areas of sickness such as diabetes, cancer, you know, even uh, mental illness, you know, like uh, bipolar, schizophrenia, those type of illnesses is then transferred to the next generation. So you are subject, you know, to certain things, right? So the preventive care would be to make sure that you're getting your checkups, make sure if you do have a psychological issue, um, make sure you're getting the help. Just don't pray about it like some people do. No, you need more. You need more. You need more to, uh, if it's a uh, therapeutic uh, group, individual therapy, um, going to a psychiatrist, maybe getting some medication, because when you're carrying a child, it's hard to take medication because of the child. But if there's certain things you can take. Uh, you can calm yourself. There's certain strategies you can use when you feel you're feeling stressed out. And again, your environment. Your environment is very, very important to you. That it's not toxic and that it's not um, tearing you down mentally or emotionally. Um, so those are really, really important truths to, to understand. So when we get back from break, what I want to do is actually talk about the emotional uh, issues when, when experiencing pregnancy and how... One can develop postpartum, you know, depression, and uh, you know that is a subject that's been going on for a very long time. So just kind of giving you some, you know, strategic advice, but most, most of all, to discuss the symptoms of those things. And if you find yourself experiencing this, then you know you definitely would want to chime back in with us. Okay, thank you so much. Again, we're gonna go ahead and take a, a two minute break
4: and we will be right back.
5: What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solutions Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and your cells feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at five one five. and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today.
3: Hi, I'm Mama Joy. And I'm Reverend Rosemary. Join us every second Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time, here on The Female Solutions. Global radio TV show for Neighborship of Joy. We will have powerful conversations inviting women to walk in the light. So call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak to the host. You can also join us live on the Female Solution Facebook page and YouTube channel. So we'll see you on the second Saturday on the Neighborship of Joy.
6: Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Vyasa, your holistic life coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Full Purpose Healing where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom.
1: to the Female Solution Global Radio TV show.
4: I'm Naima Latif and our host, Dr. Debbie Green, will be back in just one moment. So stay with us.
7: Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything Reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code, the Female solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com.
8: Hi, this is John Alexander.
1: And I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world.
8: Big difference.
1: Watch us every day on The Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash The Media Connection TV.
0: YouTube it. We'll see you soon. <laughs> there are people who choose to make a positive difference in the world.
3: Job. to bring to be green and our topic today is the rising mortality rate of pregnant related deaths in women the hidden epidemic. Um, before we left, I told you that I would actually go into some of the factors uh, that actually influence the death you know in like the medical conditions. But well, before I do that, I want to answer a question on one of our Facebook uh, uh, watches, actually, our um, uh, Friday's host. Red Rising, People Queen, why do black women have the higher mortality rate? So what I was noticing um, and also setting was because of our um, ability to hold more stressors, now you say what... right Because, think about it. The body does not react to any other thing other than stress. And when you have, like, said, Right, because we know that again, you know, the the mother is affected, and that she's if she's truly affected in, the, in such a way where you know she she perishes during birth, or a week or so after birth. So you know, what what are the leading, what is, like I said, what are the leading causes? You know uh, what's what's happening in in this woman. That's what I'm saying. What's happening in the woman? that are uh, causing that other than just the medical conditions. Okay, we're looking at economic status. We're also looking at uh, divorce rates, uh, being with a healthy mate, or not having a mate at all. A lot of women are pregnant, but they are going through their whole pregnancy without a mate at all, because of whatever reason uh, that the man does not want to, be present or they might have uh, had some disagreements he's no longer there or whatever the case is it could be deceased there's a lot of reason why a woman would not have a mate or a you know, husband or a significant other while she's going through that okay all this is mentally stressful for her you know it's mentally stressful for her so and emotionally stressful because so you, see now you don't have that you know, the counterpart. And what we also are noticing is the mortality rates in and, and deaths when it comes to, uh, you know, abortions, women that are having abortions and may decide to have a child. You know, there is a mortality rate in that as well. Um, and the rate is right along with that uh, excel rate from 2000. 18, 2019, 2020, 2021 and it just keeps getting, again, higher and higher. Uh, miscarriages is also up high, uh, is also increasing as well, again, due to the stressors of that, that woman and whatever she's going through, the uh, environmental stressors that she's experiencing, uh, properly taking care of herself, you know. Physically, a lot of women are still working in you know, the in the working world. You know, uh, in the career world, they're still working and uh, being on your feet for long periods of time. Depending on what you're doing, some people are sitting, some people are, are sitting for long periods of time um, and not exercising because they may be working from home. That's another uh, area of concern as well is walking around, working, and also uh, being at home, being at home sitting for long periods of time. So, you know, how can we have a healthier view, you know? yeah. Again, we have to be very proactive. You have to have self-awareness um, and know that you're not just doing this for yourself, but you're doing it for your unborn child. Uh, your relationships, again, if they're not a healthy relationship, it will have a burden on your unborn baby, and you're like, well, how can that, be? You know, you're going to be arguing, you may, you may be in domestic violence, you may be physically abused, you may be verbally assaulted, you may be sexually abused, while pregnant, of course, the baby is going to feel all of that. Uh, again, we think that the baby doesn't feel, but that's not true, the baby feels, and you the baby Rio Olympics and won the silver silver medal in the 200 meter and a gold in the 4 x 100 meter relay. This was a healthy woman. What happened? This was a healthy woman. Ain't no way you're gonna run. So this would spark me to go and do research. And I see that Vieto Robinson is asking, what about hiring a doula for support? Absolutely. A birth doula would be perfect because a birth doula will help keep you on task. Yes, I think that would be awesome. That would be very awesome. Tori Bowie, that's her name, uh, the way it reads, an Orange County Medical Examiner office conducted an autopsy which indicated that Bowie was eight months labor at the time of death so she was giving birth to this baby at 8 months by herself at home the court cited possible complications including respiratory distress and eclampsia, a rare high blood pressure that can cause seizures her unborn child did not survive so those who do not know Tori is a black female According to Kimberly Holland, Lori's agent, the track star was not actively performing a home birth when the baby started to arrive. Was not actively performing. I can only imagine how this must have been, and this is what Holland said. Painful, it hurts. It's also to know that there's no baby. Uh, it would have been a baby girl. And Bowie's death highlights the painful reality many black families face. The number of women who die during or shortly after childbirth in the United States is higher than any other developed nation. Women of color face even greater risk. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, black women are three times more likely than white women to die from pregnancy-related causes. There are systemic barriers that we face in regard to racism, sexism, and income inequality. And that shows up in our health care system. Said Dr. Regina Davis Moss, president of the CEO of voice national black women's reproductive justice agenda honestly boy didn't trust hospitals i'm very bothered by this she didn't go to the hospital that the baby was going to be okay with being in control. So, this hit home, right? I wonder what would have happened if she did go to the hospital and got held prior to this. Like Vietta Robinson said, maybe she should have had a death duel, excuse me, a birth duel. Really bothered by this. Because I really I really think She would have survived And the baby would have survived too If she would have Allowed herself just to Again Get help in time of need Sometimes our own thoughts Are just the worst thoughts of all guys. You, know you never assume With the unborn child You want to know Leave it to the experts, because they know. They understand. So, uh, again, there you have it. There you have it. Black women are not as... They should see the doctors more often. think that, that that should be something that they they really need to take seriously. You have to take it seriously. Uh, otherwise it just doesn't it doesn't happen because again, you know, this is a situation that can have been prevented and thirty two years old with so much life in you. It was uh killing uh, it was a, a sad situation. That's all. It, it was just sad. And uh, so uh, one thing I want to also talk about is how we are preventing this uh, The CDC. Let's talk about preventative measures. And everything like is tragic, especially uh, because and 80% of pregnancy-related deaths in the United States are preventable. Recognized version of maternal reporting, time, providing timely treatment, and delivering uh, a respectable quality care can prevent many pregnancy-related deaths. So we have to know experiencing some issues that uh, this is concerning the baby. Uh, which is if you don't have the proper care, it's going to be difficult for you to do that. Um, babies should move. Babies should flutter, especially in the early trimesters. Um, they You should be able to hear heartbeats. You can't hear heartbeats if you don't go to the doctor. You can't get an ultrasound to see if you don't go to the doctor. They'll do a testing to find out if the baby has any complications, you cannot get that if you do not go to the doctor. Regularly, not just sometimes. Sometimes we miss those doctors' appointments and don't know how vital they really are. Black women are three times more to die from pregnancy related costs than white women. This is according to CDC. Here are some of the factors. Multiple factors contribute to these disparities such as the variation in quality health care. Underlining chronic conditions. Structural racism. And implicit bias. Structural racism. Which means that the, the woman that's black may go to a doctor that's, that's white, and they may get a misdiagnosis. You said, do people still do that? Yes. Yes, they do. It's called structural racism and bias. Social determinants of health prevented many people have racial and ethnic minority groups from having fair opportunities for economical, physical, and emotional health. There you go. Are they still doing that? Yes. During Black Maternal Health Week, learn how to support a pregnant people in your, in your life to reduce factors and to contribute to pregnant-related complications and death. Pregnant people and their families can, okay? You want to talk to a health provider. Find out the right health provider. Just don't take the first one. Look at the reviews, people, and make sure that that's the that's going to give you the best help. And when you start experiencing different things that occur in your body like excessive headaches, uh, excessive bleeding, um, some overwhelming tiredness, uh, you know, more on those things and symptoms that indicate uh, complications. Trouble breathing is a major one. Something is wrong. Something is seriously wrong, and you don't want to take that for granted. You want to take that seriously. Okay, another thing I want to mention too is make sure that you have support that you need. If it's family support, it's a sponsor support, make sure someone's there for you, that you're not alone. It's very important that you don't handle the pregnancy totally by yourself. You want help, you want to get uh, the right support mentally and emotionally while you're carrying the child. Because if you feel totally alone, you're gonna start feeling other things as well. You're gonna feel fear, which is going to affect the baby. So, patients that are managing chronic stress are conditions um, they may arise that during pregnancy, uh, hypertension, diabetes, and depression. So we go right back to that postpartum <coughs> depression. The majority of the time is that when women are, expre- are experiencing other chronical conditions, there's a good chance that they are experiencing those post-traumatic areas of themselves. And uh I remember um, some of my friends' daughters had a post traumatic stress syndrome and they were always saying, This is so overwhelming for me. You know, the pregnancy is overwhelming for me. I don't know I don't know how to handle this. And this could be their first, second or third baby, it doesn't matter. They just feel so overwhelmed to the point where they become depressed. they begin to feel very out of sorts, as one would say, Um, and it would be the shutdown, self-communicating, go through the same symptoms as a depressed person, feel hopeless. happening. So when we come back from break, because I see that we're like three minutes over. We're three minutes over our break. Um, when we come back from break, we're going to be talking also about how other co- how other countries actually look at and look at their preventive care compared to So we'll be right
1: back. come back we will go to our callers so we want you to stick and stay don't stray away we're coming back to you area code 773-436 uh uh
3: we're
1: coming to 773-737 and coming to 336-350 coming to you right after the break so stay with us
8: oh man god sent the monthly sun bill today This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it.
6: Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark.
1: Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use Solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456.
5: Everything you need, what your body needs, is found in nature. So, Susan Essentials doesn't do it any other way. Susan Essentials provides your employees and individuals access to over 20,000 nutritional products and they are shipped direct to your door. Because Susan Essentials is certified in plant-based healing, we're permitted to offer you the best nutritional supplements on the planet. They're non-GMO and sustainably produced. And we take the guesswork out for you. Let Susan Essentials help you take control of your health today.
1: we have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years 50 years from now the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults many of whom are yet unborn our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love guidance and protection and to raise them in healthy happy families if we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com
0: That's www.naimahlatif.com.
6: do you want to live in a world without war join our global peace movement heavenly culture world peace restoration of light transcends culture religion ideology and other boundaries to achieve a peaceful harmony in the global society hwpl is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war
3: Um, so that's just very important for you to take in consideration when it comes to that. Um, the older you are, the, the, the more uh, the more you will be susceptible to uh, you know having a mortality rate because the body is at that point has to work over time to make sure that, that baby is gets what it needs. So I also wanted to talk about the, uh, the times of how. What, the conditions are from, you know, other countries and how those other countries are also affected as well. Um, Our goal is to, again, to change the way health care is just in the U.S., but in other countries, they really don't have health care. You know, they don't have the health care that they need. I see my... uh, that's in backstage, so I'm just going to wait until she signals me and lets me know that she's ready um, to come on. So in the meantime, uh, I just, again, I want to kind of go into the uh, conditions that has affected the mortality rate. And one of those things was uh, uh, COVID-19 back in 2020. that's when things started to really start to get, you know, higher. And it, it, from, it went from from being one of to also another. I, I think she's motioning me now, so I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> let her
1: come. Yes, grand oh, rising.
3: <laughs> grand rising, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm fantastic, and how are you <laughs> today?
3: <laughs> awesome, that's wonderful.
1: wonderful yes, well, we have several callers on the line. Uh, so, uh, okay, we can
3: take those.
1: And, and, of course, if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call five one five six zero five nine three two five 515-605-9325 and press 1. That lights your number up on our switchboard and lets us know you have something to say. So I'm going to take you all in this order, um, 706-202, 407-701, 773-737, and 33- so just hold on, we'll be right to you in just a moment. First let me go to 706-202, give us your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment for Dr. Debbie
9: Green. Well, assalamu alaikum and grand rising to Dr. Debbie Green. This is Kwame Sunhorse, and I'm back here in Georgia, sitting on the stolen lands of the Muscogee Creek. And... You know, I've spent a month up there in Chicago, up in Illinois with my mom, and it was a great time to have that experience. And our elders carry a lot of wisdom, and to be able, you know, Naima, your your grandma is 100, and for I, the wisdom that they carry, you know, to be able to hear her talk about her big mama. Her big mama was born in 1854, so you know that that person was born in captivity. And to be able to hear someone talk about those people that they saw and lived with is a very important part of our story. And we have to begin to cherish those moments and be able to keep that knowledge alive as to who we were and what we come from, because old people say you got to know where you come from to know where you can go. And these are some of the tools that are going to help us to reconstruct our new evolution and moving from a homo sapien to a homo spiritus and this is the divine order of this galactic change that we are now in and so i'm very grateful for female solution because it's the female that conceives and gives the life for that makes another generation man or or a man is to make another nation but the woman is the womb of a making of another nation. So it's important how we balance divine, feminine, and sacred masculine. So I thank both of you, you know, for doing what you do every and sharing that information. And Dr. Debbie Green is an excellent doer of what's needed for the mental and spiritual. And so it's, it's in that order that we have to begin our process of healing.
1: Absolutely, we yeah. thank you so much for that. You know, and it's thank interesting. You, uh, you know, Robert Kwame, he uh, speaks of my my mother, who's a hundred, and we were having a conversation. I was having a conversation with my mother the other day about childbirth. Back in that time, children were born at home, and you had the midwife that was there, and uh, and she remember She remembers the name of the midwife that delivered, that had delivered her and her two younger brothers. And, I mean, this was a skill like Viata was talking about. This was a skill that women had. We helped each other give birth. And, actually, childbirth is not a hospital procedure. It's a natural procedure. It only requires a hospital intervention if there are complications. People had births at home. You know, like if you may have something like a breech birth or something that would require a cesarean, uh, then we might see those. And, and if a study was done, you probably have the information on that, Dr. Debbie, there have been way too many cesareans because, uh, you know, insurance pays more for that. So in our money-driven system, we were actually making childbirth more of a surgical procedure than it needed to be. And, you know, what would happen, you know, the woman goes into labor, just, you know, send the children outside to play, and, and the the midwife does her thing, and they come back, and there's a little, you know, little brother or sister there. Uh this was this was not a complicated situation, but as you said, the stressors. Even with this, this and we know slavery time that was major stress because you would have a baby and have to get back out and, and work the next day, or, or that right. same day, you know, expecting to keep going. But today we have a lot of abnormal stressors, and no help. Too many women having births where there is no family support and no partner support. Especially if the partner is hostile and didn't even was not even supportive of you having a child, that's a lot of major stress. So just want to throw that out, out there, and of course take the next caller. Thank you so much, Baba Kwame, for your insight as always. And we got seven yes. oh. 70- Thank you so
4: much. Yes,
1: and we got four oh seven seven oh one. Our dear sister Viata, go right ahead.
6: Grand rising queens, ladies, uh, Kwame, um, I just wanted to um, share a little bit about Jenny Josephs, um, who is a midwife. And um, part of the problem we have in the, in the United States is that, um, like you were just saying, uh, Naima, and then how um, Dr. Debbie is outlining the stresses and the lack of support that women have, especially women of color, and Jenny Joseph is a midwife in the Orlando area who I trained with for doula to become a doula. This woman is so amazing. I encourage women to Google her. She has many, there are many articles on her. She won an award, uh, I think last year as a woman of, the, she was in one of the women of the year for time magazine. And she is so passionate and she's a black woman from the UK and she's she says when she first came to the United States, people didn't even, in 1989 she came here, most Americans didn't even know what a midwife was. And I think through her advocacy of her um, programs that she supports and her um, her her educational push, she is uh, really pushing for national uh, as well as global recognition of midwives and doulas, which she believes is the missing link. To preventing uh, the death rate that we see among women of color, but more importantly, she's such a beautiful educator and and so she, this is her passion. So Google Jenny J E N N I E Joseph. She's uh, in her 60s, I believe, but she's still working. She has her. She she started one of the first uh, midwife clinics in the country. And she's just such an amazing and she talks a lot about the complications and the root causes and and how we can prevent um the tragedy we've seen with women uh uh all over the country, if not uh the world uh, dying in early in maternal deaths. But um I just wanted to throw how important support it's the key is support to prevent, I think these maternal de- early maternal deaths, whether it's a husband, a sister, um, midwife, or doula. The women, from the time they know that they're pregnant, they need that support. So thank you for this show today.
1: Yeah, uh, I got a question. You, you probably know, uh, and maybe Dr. W, you know, are doulas covered by health insurance or not?
6: No, not not, not usually. Um, I and mean, you know what? It depends on the state or the city. That's what it is because it's changing. I, I remember that topic came up before. So each state is different. I know uh, midwives are covered um, in most states. And, again, it's different for each state. So you have to check the state you live in and the city and all that. But um, doulas, I'm not sure about every state. But I know in Orlando um, it's difficult to get insurance unless you're certified. That's one of the keys. that came, That's what came up. You, you have to be a certified doula, and then you maybe have access to insurance and that type of thing
1: and who certifies them is it done through medical schools or you know what institutions certify a doula or a midwife how do you get certified
6: well it's it has to do with the board of health uh in your in the city and and they have you know all kinds of regulations and and legislation um and so that's part of uh uh, Jenny's push, advocacy push. Um, the con- she has something, she's part of a congressional Black maternal health caucus, and they have pushed a lot of legislation to improve maternal health, and that's one of the areas that she's been working with. That's why if you Google her, you'll find the answers to a lot of these questions because she's already been in the forefront of pushing legislation and fighting for uh, improved
1: maternal health. Well, thank you very much, Viata. Yeah, if I could add to that, yes. In order for you to uh, go into the network and bill insurance, because I think you said, are they covered? Yeah. Are they covered?
3: Like, will insurance pay for them? And you know, because that's they have to be certified. Mm. They have to be certified. And unless like you say the boardale, you can also go through the um, midwife association and, and inquire there too, and see if they have any any programs. Um, that
1: they can uh, you know, offer to the community to do so. Yeah, and Kwame was sending us an article on your immune system during pregnancy. Yeah, a lot of things that women should know about their bodies we don't know. Right. For some, for, for some reason <laughs> we keep expecting someone outside of our home to educate us about personal things. That's not going to happen, people. The the public schools aren't, isn't going to do that. You, 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 your family, your mother, your father, your, your your family needs to talk to you about your body and the changes. We cannot keep being ignorant. We have to study The internet has made knowledge widely, readily available. We cannot keep being ignorant about the process that your body goes through, and we've got to erase this this shame factor about pregnancy. So many young women who get pregnant, whether it's outside of wedlock or by somebody who didn't want to be a father or whatever the case may be, that the response of shame and blame makes us neglect the pregnant woman, and a lot of times she is going through it by herself or under the, the duress of, of being uh, castigated because she got pregnant, and all of that all of that rejection is being felt by the growing baby. They're feeling your emotions. And when we when we when we treat a child as if they're a crime for being born, they feel that. And the mother is feeling that. And so every negative emotion affects her health, and well-being, even during the process of giving birth. We're going to take another uh, caller, and after we get done with the callers, then we're going to go back to Baba Kwama, who's got a question. Let me get to okay. another sister,
4: 773-737. Seven, seven, three, seven, three, seven. I believe we've got Mama uh, D. <laughs> go right well, ahead. Well, how Well, you do. Well, hallelujah, greetings, Global Transformers, grand rising. Um, You mentioned non-Hispanic women. However, uh, we've got to get the language straight. As a slavery crimes against humanity descendant, Jim Crow genocide survivor, with untreated hard mind poverty and subjugated race damage, and intergenerational epigenetics genetics inheritance DNA. In June, CBS Town 2 News did a 20-year study that revealed for every white girl victim of violence, there were 14 black girl victims. And under the age of 18 group, black girls were battered at an earlier age, and they were battered more often and that was in all the categories battery theft assault criminal uh damage uh motor uh, vehicle theft uh deceptive practices everything so there is so that's why i'm on a personal campaign to for a earth day birthday because i believe that the lack of support is rooted in the lack of respect for motherhood. And we have to get off of that. My birth, I'm sorry. The truth is the truth. It is what it is, and you cannot un-is it. You didn't give birth. Your mama did the birthing, your mama did the labor, and your mama did the work. And you were alive inside of her body, sharing her food, her water, her emotions before she did the birthing, did the labor, and did the work. So that's where it all starts. No lie can live forever. So once we can respect motherhood and give her some proper respect, and she is the first teacher. So it that's where it starts at, and that is why this program is important because She's the first teacher, and if she taught you right, no man can ever be free as long as he enslaves his own mama, and she's got to get get straight. Uh, I don't know if you were at the Million Woman's March or not, but they had T-shirts, and it said, uh, Grandmama taught mama, mama taught me, and I will teach you. But something was missing. I will teach you anew. Mm. Now, would you address that? Definitely.
1: We need to be taught anew. Thank you, Mama D. We appreciate that so much. I want to throw a thought out there. Of course. The decision to be born is a soul's decision. There are no accidental births. We choose to come into the family line, the conditions that we come into, Because our soul is seeking the experience, and many of us in these times chose to come into these bodies that we're inhabiting because we're on a mission, like Mama Dee said, to teach anew. We're choosing to experience what we're experiencing so that we can then change the world to the way it should be. So... All of us on The Female Solution, we are conscious of this and we are on our mission. And thank you, Mama Dee, for being on your mission, because we do have to change the thought. And the attitude toward womanhood and motherhood has been hostile for too long. And so there is a need for a transformation in the way we reverence the wounds that bore us and in the way that we teach our girl children of the sacredness of their bodies and housing a soul, housing the spirit of God. So that is why we have chosen these very challenging circumstances to be born in, the skin we're in, the family line we came through, and all of the traumas that we faced within that family, because our mission is to transform it. And I'm grateful for all of our sisters on the female solution who are on their mission to enlighten us and to remind us of the eternal nature of our soul so that we can see a greater picture in what's happening. The reason why we're bringing these things to light is to change them. That is our job. And so we thank you all and definitely appreciate our brothers those who are conscious who are raising the consciousness of men we're in the process of like mama d said we're global transformers that's who we are and that's why we're here thank you so much before we go to the break we got time for another call and we're gonna take three three six three five oh another great mama among us mama az grand rising I'm Can AC. you hear Are me, you? Dr. B? Yes, hear you now. I mean,
10: Go uh, right. Dr. Lateef? Okay. Uh, I'm trying to park. Grand Risings family, uh, I'm on my way to Miracle Valley to uh, to groom a grave, a resting spot uh, for therapy, and I'm so grateful for this show and greetings, Brother Kwame. Greetings, Dr. Green. I need to have a reasoning with you. Uh, this this is so amazing. Um, you, you're you bringing back why my daughter, my firstborn does not have a connection with me. And I didn't realize, you know, her being in the wound, uh, her dad tormented and abused me even pulled a gun on me. And I didn't realize at the time why uh, my daughter has these issues, but she was traumatized, family. And and, and my mom and my dad were alcoholics, and that's uh, the reason I've had 41 surgeries since the age of four, I believe. And I'm not blaming my mom. I'm grateful, like Dr. Lateef said, we ask for all of this. But Dr. Debbie, you must have a show about alcohol fetal syndrome. It is very, very important because it causes a lot of things, brittle bones and everything. And I'm the subject or the product of that. And and it's, it, this show is so powerful. And I and, and I like to dedicate this to my children, especially my firstborn, Shannon Marie Ann Lewis. I love you. I understand if you never say anything to me, baby, it's all good. I love you, Shannon. And thank you, Doctor Debbie Green. And please get up with Brother Kwame so you and others can participate in his sweat. And that little 14-year-old that had that issue with with killing that that guy, minister is is having a fit, meaning minister Cynthia Marie Williams told me to personally link up with you, Dr. Debbie Green, and get Brother Kwame, and maybe the family over there at uh, Soul, uh, uh, I, I mean, Female Solution, can help to get especially that young brother, to Brother Kwame. I know what I'm talking about. I know what Minister is saying now. I know, I know, I know. And just thank us for this show. Thank us, because we need to do things in a different way, family. And I appreciate my mother, Maddie C. cunningham Paris for even allowing me to come through her gate to experience the soul purpose healing, female solution, everybody, Minister Williams, especially, especially, especially. So please, let's do a show because people are, they don't, they've do not they never heard of alcohol fetal syndrome. The ones that I've talked to, what's that? What's wrong with you? How come you can't walk? it? We have oh, yeah. to have a show. Thank you. Thank us. I'll be quiet. Thank, <laughs> well,
1: thank us. you. Thank oh. you. But you know your 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 assignment in this life is to raise awareness about that, and and that's why you chose that very challenging journey that you have been on, and being a physical demonstration of what happens when when women and their depression drink alcohol while they're pregnant. And how that affects the body's formation of the child, and uh, the distress that that it creates. So that's why we have to get rid of our stress and distress, so that we don't pass it on to our children. We got one last break, and uh, then we'll come back to the phone lines. Got another caller, and Baba Kwame has uh, another question.
2: Okay. And
1: we'll be right back after this quick break. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, got another 20 minutes before we go, give us a call, 515-605-9325. And 773-977, we're coming to you after the break. So stay with us. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace.
6: Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts
1: created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time.
0: Susan Essentials leads you to wellness by giving you access
9: to more than 20,000 sustainably produced nutritional products delivered direct to your door.
7: about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No heights, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's Zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit Zeldaspeaks.com.
3: co-host and I by producer of The Female Solution. And if you're just joining us on this last topic of the hour, uh, our topic today is the rising mortality rate of pregnant-related deaths in women, uh, the hidden epidemic, especially black women. Because again, what we're noticing is that out of all the races, the black uh, community, again, is on target. Uh, due to the stressors, the clinical situations, underlying medical um, issues, all of those uh, are in um, some of the factors. So we want to go ahead
1: and take those callers before I finish. Uh. Okay, area code seven seven three eight. I'm sorry, seven seven three nine seven seven. Your mic is open. Go right ahead.
11: Good morning, good morning, and what a good day it is. God is so good. He's been good to us a long time. This is Lois in Chicago, Illinois. You know, God has made it so you, everybody is, is putting in the uh, the input that needs to be known throughout the world. And uh, most of us are thankful for, for uh, our mothers and fathers getting together and, you know, stirring us up and bringing us here. Most of us are thankful, but, you know, uh, uh, the Bible speaks of these purest times with mothers against daughters and fathers against sons, and you wouldn't know the men from the women and the women from the men. You know, these times are going to be here, and there's nothing we can do about it. Most of us are satisfied with the way God has made us, and, and, and some of us are not. I mean, it's between God, whatever's going to go down, and I know for a fact that I know one of my daughters, we went to this, Um, nursing home on Mother's Day and we passed out flowers and what have you. And the mothers, there was only one daughter there with the mother. And and, and that particular daughter, she was so hurt because her two daughters weren't even, um, you know, calling her to say Happy Mother's Day or joining her at the nursing home or anything for Mother's Day. And she was really sad. 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 So we prayed and what you. She called me about four days ago and she says, Living trans, guess what? She said her daughter had been with her best friend and she went over to help her uh, um, buy something for her, her mother. And when she and her best friend got to the mother, the mother was deceased and uh, uh, the girl broke out in such a cry and what have you. And, 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 she called tangie and said, Mama, I just saw this happen. I'm so sorry, my So, you know, she didn't wait until it was too late. She did apologize and, and, and told her how much she loved her. But it took that incident of her girlfriend's mother dying for her to wake up. One of my daughters decided one day, I think she was in her 20s. She's 46 now. She's going to go and tell Mama D something about me or whatever. And, and get, thought Mama Dee's going to get into a conversation with her. I think Mama D quoted her, you know, honor thy mother and thy father. <laughs> that's what she kept telling honor mother and Anyway, that's all I have to say for today. And thank you all so much for this time. God is good all the time. This is Lois in Chicago.
1: Thank you, Lois. We appreciate thank you. you. Yeah, definitely, uh, you only have a certain amount of of days on this planet, and if you're holding grudges against a mother or a daughter, uh, once. Someone transitions and you realize, oh, I should have I should have mended that. And that's when people grieve so hard when they realize they should have mended whatever it was and forgiven whatever it was. And as they say, love is the solution to everything. If the situation is lacking love, then give it more love. If there's anger between you, then give more love. If there's silence between you, give more love. If there have been harsh words between you, give more love. Love is the solution okay. to everything let's take, uh, we've got another caller here, 312833, uh, and then, Bob Kwame, we'll have time to come back to you. 312833, uh, give us your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment for Dr. Debbie Green regarding the mortality rate of women in childbirth. Go right ahead.
8: Thank you. We are on y'all shalom. Black is beautiful and Aslam alaikum to the family. Brother Minister Plump, Robert Floyd Plump, Chicago, Illinois. I think that the woman is the greatest. I'm so glad as they say that my dear my dear uh, you know, uh, she raised me to love uh, uh mama and, and Big Mama and and Aunt Alice and uh and, and Aunt Sue uh because it all reflected to something that my uh I, I first was a mid child. Okay. I, I was a a mid child and uh born in Petal, Mississippi and I remember my mother taught me about Vassie uh uh Patterson and uh she was the uh midwife uh mother that uh actually uh cared for me when I was born. And I was born in a in a blues joint. Uh, in, the, in the back room, as they say, you know, my mother taught me all of that. And the most important thing is that mother, my dear taught me about God, uh, you know, and it's just like uh, uh, you said, Sister name. Uh, love is the greatest, and uh, honor uh, God, honor your father, and honor your mother, because uh, uh, God and your father and your mother, they created us. And that's why it's the we and and us and our uh, family, which was the greatest uh, invention that God created us to be, all we can be. Uh, And for every human being, there is a a number that goes with us all. And thank God for the female solution because we ain't going nowhere without our mothers. Uh, Number 29 is for every human being, no matter if they are uh, black, white, red, brown, and yellow, uh, no matter uh, oh, what race they're in, uh, as we say, no matter what their religion is. And the most profound thing, uh, Sister Name and Dr. Uh, 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 Debbie Green, is numbers don't lie. People lie now. Black, white, red, brown, and yellow, they lie all the time. They even lie about, the, uh, you know, who the father is. <laughs> the they, only, only thing about it, that I laugh about. The show sure can't deny who the mother is. So let's That's keep true. it real. Let's, let's uh, love one another, uh, you know. And I am my brother's keeper and my sister's keeper. And we're going to be having our leadership meeting today at uh, Lake Grove Village. It takes a, uh, a as they say. Uh, a village to raise one child, and nobody can raise a kid. And that's going to yes, be at sir. 2 o'clock at Lake Grove Village at 3515 South uh, Cottage Grove. And for oh. more information, call Brother Plump at 312
1: right. sub All righty. Well, we keep on leading. Keep on leading. That's what That's what you do best, and we appreciate you so much. And we got time to get back to Baba Kwame with a question at seven oh six two oh two. Go right ahead.
9: Yes, and thank you, Naima and Dr. Debbie Grain and greetings to Minister Plump. But what I'm seeing is is that there's a book called Magical Child by Joseph Pierce. Sheldon Pierce. And it talks about they triangulated studying childbirth and around the planet. And they found that the greatest of childbirth was the African woman. And the part of it was was that in the the way in which we knew that when a woman conceived, part that we also knew in learning is that not when a woman conceives a child, that happens when a girl has the thought of a baby is when the human – is is born because she has that thought of that being coming because in the womb, that child that is in the womb is already carrying the eggs or the sperm of the next generation. So we've got to understand, and you said something very important about the cesarean, the production line, because when a woman has a vaginal birth, she covers the child through the vaginal that gives it part of its make up of its immune system, and then she feeds the rest of it. But when you have a cesarean, you, you neglect that. that child having that immune system and the complication because these are the things in which our ancestors knew, and especially our women who were midwives and doulas. And so it's the part of re-educating the girl re-educating the girls and boys because we have to understand is that there's a reason why there's a hood on a man's phallus. And the part of that hood is is not to be removed until he's of age because you create that absence, that, that stimulation of, of sensation when you remove it at birth and you cause trauma. So it's being able to go back and study our way of how we knew how to give rites of passage from boyhood and girlhood into adolescence, because that part of the word says, add the lesson of you becoming a man or a woman. These are the things in which we have to begin to go back and and have these talks, because we used to have grandmother's lap And now today we have grandmothers giving children laptops instead of laptops.
1: Yes, and that is what's missing in so many children, that comfort, that sense of love and safety. And thank you, Baba Kwame, for your wisdom. One of the things that too many of our daughters grow up with is that that absence of love, that absence of a father's love. And they're seeking it through sexual intimacy. And when the person that they're intimate with is not emotionally, mentally, or spiritually ready to take on that role of a life partner who can help in raising a child, then the woman finds herself alone, rejected, afraid, and highly stressed. And then if there's financial difficulty, which there generally is, if you are a young woman alone, then you're not getting prenatal care. You're not getting information on what to expect as your body goes through the transformation of preparing to give birth and nourishing a growing body inside of you with the right nutrients. When you don't know things, then you do things that are harmful, such as drinking to deal with your stress. And you don't know that you're harming your child. You don't know that you're setting up your child for a lifelong struggle against all the malfunctions in their body that you're creating with a bad diet and drugs or alcohol. So we're all connected. If, if any of us is suffering, all of us, are suffering, and when we teach this to our children at an early age, when we teach them empathy for others, then we teach them responsibility, and that goes for our boy children and understanding that sexuality is not a uh, contest or a sport. Uh, You are putting forth energy that's going to affect the world, because if you... If you plant the seed of a child and it's an unloving seed, then you're going to have an unloved child that gives unlove to the world. What are we seeing? This is what we created. And, uh, and there is something we can do about it, uh, Lois. There's always something we can do. That's why we're here. We chose to be born here because we believe we can do something about it, and that's what we're doing. We're raising awareness. We're changing minds. We're changing habits so we can create a different future. That's why we're all here doing this. And I think we're doing it well. Thank you so much, Dr. Debbie. You're definitely on your job, and you leave this job and go to another job, and, and, and you're in the trenches helping people who are uh, expressing the damages of abuse and neglect and pain and suffering in their lives. And that's, that's such a needed work to, to be done. So definitely
3: uh,
1: helping people who are coming into this world and some of them coming into this world and their mothers transitioned out of this world in the process. Just think of that child. What happens when you are an orphan at birth? And does your family embrace you? And how do you even deal with perhaps guilt of growing up feeling like you killed your mother. That's got to be a heavy thing. I don't know, Dr. W., have you have you had any patients who had that experience where their mother died in childbirth and they have some kind of trauma or guilt behind that?
3: Uh, yes, I have. Um, and they, again, what, what I've noticed is that it is a traumatic experience, especially if the child has an awareness. Usually if, if the child is like, you know, um, like if, if awareness, like maybe the family members have told them uh, prior that, you know, your mother, you know, died giving birth to you. And they told them at an age where they could understand. And sometimes that age, you know, starts at maybe 10 years old, you know, they say they, they don't really go into the, um, the, the specifics of what happened until that child is old enough to really. Understand, this. it's not it's not your cause. Why? Uh, not your fault. Uh, why your mother perished uh, while giving birth to you? It was something that was beyond you know our control, her control. So things like that, you know, definitely uh, happen. Um, and I also noticed, uh, like a lot of um, a lot of women that were coming through there that, that had near death um, incidents while giving birth. Um, also um, experiencing uh, the death of the baby, uh, not giving birth to a live baby, um, mm-hmm. put them in a, in a position of despair, as well as um, miscarriage, you know, not not going through with the miscarriage. And of course, the least uh, is uh, dealing with the abortion, the after back of after you do it, you know the emotions that you feel behind it. Yeah. So it's it's it's, it's so many different factors, not that play into this uh, type of thing. And again, uh, the CDC is they take a lot of statistics and they look at different um, precautionary measures that a person can do, which is be proactive with their health. Uh, but again, with genetics, it's the hard thing about it. If, if you have genetics that are transferred, um, that have like you have like if I pass, if, if I'm having a child, my mother or my grandmother might have had a stillbirth, but they're not perished. They didn't die, but they might have a stillbirth. Mm-hmm. So sometimes what happens is it just. Over a generation, and then it actually comes to you. Mm. If it doesn't come to you, then it'll move on through your children. That's another thing that I'm noticing to Stillbirths, in that, because uh, you know Stillbirths is baby parenting, you know, before it was even born. So we're looking at those. Those. Uh, I definitely want to do a show on on Stillbirths because I think that's Something we don't often talk about, but also the effects that the mother goes through when you give birth to a baby and then a baby dies. That is very, very traumatic.
1: Oh, absolutely, and the guilt involved a lot because you are anticipating a a person all the way to the end. It's different than a miscarriage early in the pregnancy. By the end of the pregnancy, you have you have begun to visualize this person coming forth and being part of your life, and then there's there's guilt that comes because of what did I do wrong, and 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 you know a lot of times people don't know what to say when you everybody knows you were pregnant and then there was no baby and I've known where people just didn't even talk about it you don't know how do you, how do you have the funeral I, I've known funeral directors that it was it was traumatic for them even. Preparing for this little casket and, and, and helping the family through that process of, of grieving someone who never took a breath. And it's, uh, it's it's very difficult. I want to throw a quick thought out there also, because life is a choice. Uh, we all choose to come. But sometimes we do change our minds. Uh, people can, and, and one of our shows I'm going to have, uh, it's several near-death experiencers or people who have even gone back uh, in you know pre-life existences or, or in between life and death ex, uh, experiences, and to really explain to us that life is ongoing, and each experience that we have in life, it is to teach us something. But there are times when a soul will decide, I'm not ready for this yet, and right. and and so they they choose to exit. So on a soul level, that's what's happening. But for those who are living in the physical, what they experience is a stillbirth, and the mother is traumatized because the child did not come forth and breathe, and often she's blaming herself. But if we know these things, and these are some of the things we're teaching in our upcoming Parenting with Peace class, so that we can understand that parenting is guiding a soul that has chosen you this life experience so that you can have respect for them and teach them respect for others but definitely understanding that that the decision to be born is a decision by that soul and to be chosen it means a lot it means that you are being entrusted with the guidance of their soul in this life experience so That's right. That's right. honor honor your yes. mother and father as as the scriptures say because yes, it is it, it, worth honoring so there we have it Yes, ma'am. Well, again, you know, it's extremely important that life is looked at as extremely valuable, but most of
3: all to be lived. Um, and this body that we are encased in uh, has to have certain things. You know, you have to you have to be able to listen to it rather. Uh, it's asked you for water, whether it's asked you for food or whatever. And, and if it feels discombobulated, you need to find out why. Seek a professional. Don't wait until something happens for you to do something about it. You know, stay proactive, especially when you carry a child. Stay very proactive and give yourself what you need during that hour and know that you're your family is valuable and you should – treat them and yourself the same. So thank you, Black Hawk Radio, for listening to me today. I'm definitely going to do a show on the fetal alcohol syndrome. I heard it very clearly. Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and do some research on that. I have that ready for you next Thursday. So we're going to definitely do that as well as uh, take a closer look at, you know, the the... the the topics of Stillbirth, because I think that's very uh, important. Again, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, hit like. Let us know what you think. We're always listening. And Facebook, as always, thank you so much. And let me go ahead and put this on for my sister. There you go. Join us Okay, email on health and well that was, is
1: that eight a. M. Or eight a.m. Uh, eight, okay. 8 yeah, yeah, Eastern Time eight a.m. Yeah, on uh, okay. health and well-being with Viata. Okay,
3: on blog top female
0: solution. Thank you, thank you so much. We've come to the end of our show today. But you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show.
1: And to our global
0: family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, xie India, Zanyaba, Japan, arigato. Korea, kamsanida. Russia, spасиба. Germany, danke. Poland, żonkujon. France, merci. Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medassi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Nghiabonga, Senegal, jaret. Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings.